You're listening to the Huddle Network, the official voice of college athletes. Wolverine Nation, you are inside the Michigan Huddle, listening to the Michigan Huddle cast with Jared Bunch and Jamie Morris, former Michigan Wolverines. If you haven't yet, please subscribe to the Michigan Huddle cast on iTunes. The Huddle Pass app is also available to you on all mobile and tablet devices. That's right, all mobile devices. Before we jump into this episode of Michigan HuddleCast, we've got an important announcement to make. Ha ha ha, you ready for this? We know Michigan fans are looking for their tickets to the Citrus Bowl, and that's why I can tell you about SeatGeek, the smartest way to buy college football tickets. That's SeatGeek. SeatGeek is my go-to for Michigan tickets because it pulls all the ticket options from other sites into one place to save you time and make sure you get the best possible deal. That's right, the best possible deal. As a special offer for our listeners, SeatGeek is giving $20 back off your first purchase with promo code HUDDLE. That's right, just put in promo code H-U-D-D-L-E to get $20 back on your first SeatGeek purchase. Just download the SeatGeek app today. That's S-E-A-T-G-E-E-K. SeatGeek app today and enter code HUDDLE, H-U-D-D-L-E. We've got a great episode of Michigan HuddleCast in store for you today, so stay tuned. You're listening to the Huddle Network the official voice of college athletes. Welcome to another installment of Michigan Huddlecast. We've got a special guest joining us this week. My main man, a road dog, uh, when I was at Michigan, Mr. Leroy Ford. (laughs) Leroy and Jamie on the line. Talk to me, baby. What's up, bud? What's up, it's always always good to talk to you. You know, last time we talked to you was uh, right after that Michigan Michigan State game, and um, yeah. you know, actually, we didn't get a chance to talk to you about the Ohio State, um, right? Actually, because we didn't want to talk about it. But <laughs> <laughs> what were your thoughts? You know, I mean, after seeing uh, what happened with the Michigan and Ohio State game. Well, I mean, look. There comes a time where, you know, you know where you want to go and you know who you have to be to get there. And the worst thing to have to admit is that you weren't good enough. The score is irrelevant, right? right. Um, they fought like hell, but you clearly see that Ohio State was more talented. And, and that's fine, Right. I want them to score as many points as they can. Keep running it up. <laughs> Urban Meyer, keep going. Do your thing. Guess what? Guess what? We got to play you again. It ain't always been like that. That's right. You see what I'm saying? And I want every Wolverine to remember. And we got the right guy at coach. Because guess what? When the script is flipped, we're gonna do the same thing. Don't cry for don't cry for your mama. <laughs> that, that's how these hey, that's how these games work. Right, right. That's how these robbery games work. 
They're pretty even throughout the history of ties. Every team has a streak. But guess what? Go ahead. Go ahead on. I'm cool with it. I'm not mad at him. Nothing. And the reason why he said he did it, don't care. Right? Score as many points as you can. Because I tell you what, if we get up three touchdowns, four touchdowns, I want them to start going for two. Right? Just to let them know. So it, it'll turn. It will turn. And I and and hopefully sooner than later, but you know, I deal with that. You know so that's you know how about that game. We 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 like it's over, right? And and we move on. We're like like, hey, I'm not mad at at the kids, because you know what they for the most part all year, they have put forth the effort that we are used to seeing at Michigan. And so I'm I can accept the fact if they get into a game, and it doesn't turn out the way they planned because they wasn't good enough, not because they didn't put forth the effort or the coach didn't put them in the right positions to be successful. I can handle that. What Don't do mean you, I ain't a little pissed. What do you – what was surprise, surprising to me, only one thing was surprising, is that hmm. Michigan – The Mich, I watched the Michigan State-Ohio State game. And Michigan right. State with a backup quarterback <laughs> – they did that in, in Columbus, and I thought for right. sure, I thought for sure that you know I, when Michigan State came and played us at home, Michigan took care of business. I mean, it was uh, we, clearly it looked like we were the better team, and that we right. should have won that game. So I, that was right. the only thing that I said. Oh well, you know Ohio State is packed talent. But I expected, you know, what I saw Michigan State do to them, I said, oh, if Michigan State can do that to them in Columbus, in Columbus. I know when, when, when Ohio State comes to to the big house, we're going to take care of business. But I don't know what Urban Meyer said to those guys. But um, Well, it wasn't even that. Somebody ran this as an awful, right? Something as simple as that. Like sometimes the hardest thing for – us to do in life is keep it simple. Sometimes the easiest things that you can do will make you more successful. Like, don't overlook the hard work. Don't overlook running the ball. Hell, we had a quarterback go in the first round and we ran the wishbone. <laughs> right? <laughs> right. Okay. Just because we had a first round, just because we had a first round quarterback, does that mean we're not supposed to throw the ball? No, we ran the football. So when Ohio State played Michigan and tried to do things that didn't get them there, they opened themselves up for that. I put that all on the decisions that they made Monday through Friday that led to them playing poorly on Saturday. You're talking about when Ohio Ohio State played Michigan State. When Ohio State played Michigan State. So now you go into Michigan where they throw five passes, they right. throw many right. things. Yeah. No, right? you're right. <laughs> and so, hey, one way for a coach to say I was wrong is by going back to what, you know, what made them successful before. Now, look, we played for a guy that we probably would have never touched the football again if we had said what Ezekiel Elliott said. 
That being said, that being said, he wasn't wrong. And when you look at football today, do the kids not have more to risk than the coach who's going to be there? Wasn't like that when we played. So, look, I, under no circumstance would I ever had the stones to do like that. But times are different. And you can say what you want about Ezekiel Elliott. He wasn't wrong. And guess what they did next time? Almost to say, you know when the coach gets mad at you because you think you better than what you are, and so he give you the ball 30 times in a row, <laughs> except, for the fact, except for the fact that you run for 230 yards. Right? right? Right. <laughs> did it did seem like I was the, oh, you want to run football? You want to run football? Okay, we're going to run your football. Oh, uh, wow. Yeah. And that's what happened. You know, it was it was evident in the post-game uh, interview on the field with, with uh, Ezekiel and, and the head coach, uh, Urban. They, it was like mm-hmm. they were giving a, a – a, uh, Press conference on okay. Last week we talked about you know it came out that he he had something to say about not running ball and the, the coach really said I agree with him and we went we made a conscious decision to come in against Michigan and change that and right <laughs> so they actually said that online after the game um, mm-hmm. but I still thought it was it would be a, a our defense. Our defense has right. done, a, you know, up until that point. Where we did have one problem, though. I think it was against. Uh, is it who else runs that that offense? And the guy Indiana. Oh, Indiana. it was Indiana. Indiana. Indiana ran that offense. Indiana. Hey, hey. Indiana, Indiana put up like five hundred yards of offense. Yeah, the running back rushed for like two hundred and some yards, didn't he? Yeah, he. Right. Two hundred thirty-eight right. yards. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. I, I mean, look. We all are faced with, you know, especially in football, man, sometimes just the style of football you're playing against with the talent you're playing against, sometimes it's difficult. I mean, there's teams that struggle against, you know, teams like Navy, right? right. You know, teams like Georgia Tech, that triple option, stuff like that, just because you don't see it that often uh, and they have you know, a lot of talent on those football teams. You know, I, I mean, so, like, it was a tough day. It, it was it was a tough day. Um, I don't think the seniors ever beat Michigan, have they? Did they? No. They, uh, the Ohio State, no, they, the seniors haven't beat Michigan State or Ohio State. Or Michigan State or Ohio State. Right. Yeah. And, and so, from, from that standpoint, I've always been a fan of, you know, you should have an opportunity to reap the benefits of, you know, the work that you've done. And, yeah. and I think, you know, to be able to go to one Rose Bowl, to be able to uh, beat Ohio State and Michigan State, to at least get a taste of, you know, why you came here, whether you came from Ohio or whether you came from a different state, everybody knows this game as probably one of the biggest rivalry games in the NCAA and college football 
And so from that standpoint, to be a part of it and to win it, it's kind of something you carry on, you know, whatever. I'm like, I have a hard time remembering when I lost because, uh, to be honest with you, it we was Earl Bruce's last game. Yeah, that was, that was it. Yeah. But right. That happened to be Jamie's last. last that, that was my last memory on in Michigan Stadium. Thank you very much. It sucks. But that was the no, right. In Michigan it Stadium. Sucks. Yeah. But then, but how about this? But then, if I'm not mistaken, you ran for over 200 against Alabama. Yeah. No, you're right. And you're right. That's your final game. Yeah, I you, know, you know what the problem is with, like, we're so spoiled, and that's why I try to take <laughs> my, you know, emotions, because to this day, I played in three World Bowls, and I still don't remember the name of that other bowl. <laughs> I just, I just know, I just know it was against that. You went to the Fiesta Bowl, Leroy. The Fiesta Bowl. No, I didn't. didn't. That was no, before we, we got there, Jamie. We that was wasn't that? We got now, now wait a minute. Wait a minute. You guys are the same year as Michael Taylor, right? No, we no. came after Michael Did Taylor. You? Right. Oh, we didn't I'm go to sorry. Fiesta Bowl. Oh, yeah. you guys we went to Rose Bowl. Bowl. Okay. okay. Hall of Fame. Hall of Fame Bowl. Hall of Fame game. That's what it was. And two more Rose Bowls. Yep. Okay. I'm sorry. We went. Our first year was when we went to Hawaii. Nice. Okay. Yeah. You went to a Rose Bowl. And Chris Calloway got left at home. That's all I remember about that trip. He was he was late. That's all. I feel bad. He was late. I still feel bad. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Bob. Both said some of us will be making the trip. Some of us won't. Uh, but how about but, the yeah. how about the hire of Boston College defense supporter Don Brown to take over um, defense? And uh, it's a, it's kind of a surprise uh, that, that that Don Brown was the one that was chosen. But he's done a, a, well, a like we said an outstanding job with 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 Boston College. But um, it's kind of a surprise, right? Um, not not really, because a lot of times in college, you don't know the relationships of the guys that coaches bring in. It's usually never random. You know what I mean? But we don't know the tie-in between Brown and Harbaugh. And, and so from that standpoint, or it could be something as simple as this. What if the defense that he was running – it's pretty close to the defense that is very similar to what they're running now. So that the transition from a new coach to a new coach won't be as hard on the younger guys that have been progressing through the system. Something as simple as that. We don't know. And and it's one of those cases where, look. One of the reporters are reporting that Jack Harbaugh, John Harbaugh, Bill Belichick, and Vic, Fangio and others recommended Brown to to Jim Harbaugh. Okay, and so guess what? Hey, think of the job we could have if all those people were uh, suggesting that maybe we got right, right. So again, if you trust, here here's what I say in this situation: if we trust that. Jim Harbaugh is going to do a good job. 
then trust him all the way. You know, so that means that the people he hires, the people he gets rid of, the players that he puts on the field, uh, although you may not agree with them, trust that you have the right guy and him show that. And so I don't, like, do I know this guy from any other guy? No, but that usually happens a lot in college. But I do trust that Jim is going to do the right thing, and and so whoever he brings in, I'm cool with it. I will say this. I I think you got a lot of seniors on the team, and, you know, I'm more worried about it kind of has, you know, and, and I don't think two coaches are the same. But this kind of has the same feeling when uh, Brady Hope took over for Rich Rod. You, you know what I mean? New guys coming in. A lot of those guys were seniors, right? They ended up going to the bowl, winning the Sugar Bowl, and then it was a struggle because replacing those guys or, or trying to get those guys from being small and to be Big Ten guys, that transition was was tough for, for Brady Hoke. So now you're looking at what Jim is doing, right? He brought in a couple of new guys, but a lot of his key guys are seniors, right? And correct me if I'm wrong, but you got Ruddick, you got uh, Darbo, uh, Chesson. Uh, is Chesson a junior? I think he has another yeah. year. Yeah. yeah he has one more year. year. Well, and so you you got you got some guys that you know are leaving that you don't quite know who's going to replace them, and and I trust you know again that Jim's going to recruit them and get the guys in and get the guys playing a certain last, way because I think the, the last um, report for this recruiting class was Michigan was number one uh, for well, the 2000 I mean, recruiting class. Yeah, they will be number one. Solid number one if they get Rashad Gary, the oh, kid, yeah. the defensive tackle right. out of uh, New Jersey. Right. But right. yeah, right. currently they're number one. They have the running back. They picked up linebacker Devin Bush. They picked up the running back Kareem Walker. So the, the class is doing well. The recruiting class is outstanding. Right, and and, and you know the, the the most important thing here is is that um, when was the last time Michigan had a Dominant running game. Well, that's that's why. <laughs> Wasn't this year? <laughs> right. I, I mean, I mean, so, so with the amount of success they had, and and again, I thought I said they have eight or nine wins, but when you see how they're doing it, um, you start off here. We don't know what kind of talent we have, but we're going to play a certain way, and they pulled that off, right? And it led to that defense playing far beyond what any of us thought, beyond any way we thought they could play, simply because we hadn't seen it and a lot of these guys are older now. So the mentality of how to play football is there. Now you can start evaluating where do we need to get better because how we play is now etched in stone and just get better with what we do and how we do things. So the, the attitude got them 89 wins, right? Just the attitude. 
Right. Because that first that first game, you know, quarterback yeah. struggled with Utah. So they reset, got things going in the right direction, not put didn't put too much on the quarterback and ended up having, you know, some offensive production. So like I'm excited about Are you gonna where are you the gonna be at the going. game? Come to the to the Citrus Bowl? Are you gonna be at the game? Um, I don't I don't know. I don't know yet. I might go up there. But I mean, let's be honest, the score might be six three. <laughs> That's the final. Because I, I I live in Florida. I have watched the University of Florida play. And just let me tell you, they're excellent defensively. They run the ball pretty good. And good luck with anything else. Now, they have talent, but they don't have the – if they throw the ball, everybody get your hands right. Get your gloves on. Put your sticky stuff on your gloves because you might catch a souvenir. They throw on it there. <laughs> so, prediction? So, you, you said 6-3. So, you, you're, you're predicting it's going to be a very low-scoring game. It's going to be a very low-scoring game. I think Michigan will pull it out because offensively they can score. Now, I will say – Florida's defense is unbelievable. They get after it. But offensively, they can't score. They can't. I mean, holy smoke. Guys, you you are not going to believe it. They can't score. It should be uh, a good game uh, starting off the new year. And beginning the 2016 campaign for for Michigan, because we will have some recruits that have they signed their letter of uh, not only their letter of intent, their letter for entrance into school into the winter in uh, January. In January, yeah. they, you know, we have um, actually I think Walker, no, not Walker, but Bush. No, no yeah, you're right, Walker, well, uh, um, Bush, and and uh, the quarterback. Quarterback um, from Indiana. What's his name? Peters, Peter, Peter. They all Peter. they all will be entering school in January. So if we can start off with a, a bowl game victory or a nice showing in the bowl game, that will be great. And we're starting off the year on, on a positive note. But I do thank Leroy Horde, my man. Hey, but you want to hear an old people story? Let me give you one. So I was there. Well, I gotta leave y'all. I gotta leave y'all fun football story. So, Bunch, remember when you had that camp in Ashtabula? Yes. And you were and, playing you know, for we had Cleveland Brown. Yeah. Drove over to Ashtabula, had a camp, you know, hung out with the kids, had a great time. Right? Yeah. So I'm playing with Cleveland. Cleveland moves to Baltimore. I get to Minnesota. Right? It was cold. I was, you know, studying because it was the middle of the year. And I'm in Minnesota. Corey Stringer walks over to me. Oh. He says, you don't remember me, do you? I said, no, you went to Ohio State. Why would I? Right? He said, I was at Jared Bunch's camp. <laughs> I'm like, wow. wow. I said, how old am I? Wow. <laughs> yes. Wow. 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 Yes. yes. I said, oh. did they call you Big K? I said, did they call you Big K back then? He said, no, but I was big. 
<laughs> you went to Ohio State, didn't so, you? Yes. Yeah, you went to Ohio State. Yeah. You remember he, um, he, That's what I remember. He, he, um, he, he died because um, right, of heat yeah. in Minnesota. Right. Right. Man, so man. that was – how crazy is that? You know, I look. Wow. You just, that I'm just I'm just now remembering that he was a, he was one of the kids who came from Ohio State to the camp. Wait a minute, hold on, hold on. Can I ask this question? You got two sure. Michigan legends at the at, at at the camp is Jared Bunch's camp. How does how does Corey Stringer end up at Ohio State from Jared Bunch and Leroy Hoard camp? How does no. that happen? Because wait, one because. He wasn't old enough. He was like 14 or 15. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, like, he was really young. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I was, I was like 21 or 20. I was like 22 or 23. He was only 15 mm-hmm. or 15 because by the time I got to uh, Minnesota, it was like his second year. And I right. was like seven or eight years older than him. So, no, he was big, but he wasn't even, like, he was barely in high school. No, he wasn't in high school because, oh, well, maybe he went, maybe he was, maybe, yeah, he was. We had a morning session for up to 12-year-olds or 13-year-olds, and then this afternoon session was for high school. And the high school, they didn't have too many. We didn't have too many. Right. Right. I know he's young. Yeah. I'm like, Wow. (laughs) Like I'm, I'm thinking like, holy smokes! Wow, crazy. wow. Uh, I, that you know, you just gave me some, not, uh, some information that completely lost my mind on that one. Uh, yeah. Uh, that way, you you had to have the conversation, ask kid if he remember you. I'm like, wow. Did were were you on the team when he died in camp? No, I. don't. I retired the year before that. It was the next camp. It was the very next year. The the very next camp after I retired. So yeah, man. That like yeah, so, it was oh, crazy. So what, you, he, so, no, actually this um this year this this year uh-huh. I brought that camp back. It was the first time in twenty years that we, we did the camp. And at this camp we had 150 kids. So next year, around the same time, I expect both of you guys to show up, come. Um, it was a great turnout, man. Great turnout. It was only hey, one day this time. Long, hey, long as you're not doing uh, sneakers commercials with them big, ridiculous ears. Hey, don't, don't. <laughs> that's the way you get to <laughs> You want to do it and do it for free, or you want to do it and get free? <laughs> hey, I'm with you. Do it for free. Let's just get the camp done. Uh, that's on you. You want to see? Um, actually, and you know who else does a camp is uh, uh, Urban Meyer. is from my hometown. He also does a camp um, there at around like around the same time. But we don't do it together. We do his right time and mine's another time. So I wanted to get start getting some Michigan some Michigan uh, coaches or players or something to do it because he's, you know, really – that's how he's getting a lot of recruits. Well, what happens is, is they do it down here too, Mark. What they do is 
is they have these camps, right? And they have these, um, you know, free camps or camps at college, and basically it becomes like an evaluation yep. uh, camp. Yep. So you go to the camp, you basically, you know, opening eyes for yep. these coaches who are doing recruiting. Yep. Yeah, and and I know in my my little hometown, there's some talent, but because the team the team what in the last three years they've won four games, three years. Right. Hey. There there. There's some hey hey bunch. I'm gonna be honest with you, brother. You know we went to the University of Michigan, and we're both educated. You're well spoken, but if you won four games in three years, they ain't no talent. Man, you better turn back. The, you better go back up there and turn back the clock. I don't know what's going on. Or you better reevaluate what your definition is. No, listen. When I was at that school, we won the first game in five years. When I was on the team, I was on the team. My senior year, we won two games. And uh, the, um, the year, we must have we must have stole you. See, but that's the point, though. It's always diamonds. What happened? You, you can, nobody goes to look in that area because the the programs are whack. But there are individuals on there who know what you know they can play. The only way right. that the only reason why I got recruited is because when I used to win those weightlifting competitions, I would actually go to the other states and other cities, whatever, and those places would bring full teams. I didn't right. have a team, you know. So, but. We had some talent. I mean, I, I, there was talent. It needs to be seen. That's all. That's all. I, right. But um, you're right. There's not a lot, but there is one or two. Well, we need to get those ones and twos. I'll put. Hey, we can't let Urban Meyer hire them all the time. That's what, that's hey, there's nothing what, better. Hey, there is nothing better than asking a kid where he's from, that place from Michigan, and he says Ohio. I say, got another one. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that will do it for the Huddle Call episode on the Michigan Huddlecast. We like to thank all of our listeners all the time, and thank also we'd like to thank my man Leroy Horde for for calling in and giving oh. us some of those nuggets of information on uh, his his view of of the year and uh, the last game and our upcoming game in Orlando, Florida. So, thank you all for listening. And thank you, Leroy, for being a guest. We'll probably see you down in Orlando. If not, stay cool. (laughs) You're listening to the Huddle Network, the official voice of college athletes.